Baptist Church, the Word of God is proclaimed with passion every Sunday morning. Together we go on a weekly spiritual odyssey and are inspired by Dr. Yvonne Jones-Bibbs. Through God, Pastor Bibbs highlights and teaches powerful biblical points that can change lives and set spirits free. Our primary goal is to introduce Christ to everyone. If you have moved into the Richmond, Virginia area or just visiting and seeking to meet friends as you serve the Lord and want to be in a down-home church atmosphere where everybody is somebody, when God is the head of the church, and we invite you to stop by the Sixth Baptist Church. I want you to sing along with us if you know this song. joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God, glory to God in the highest heaven, and peace on earth to all whom God favors. There is no peace, says the Lord, for the wicked. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble but take heart, I have overcome the world. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. If you do this, you will experience God's peace, which is far more wonderful than the human mind can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Jesus Christ. Today, we light this candle representing peace, which is our constant awareness of God's ever presence in the midst of everything in our lives. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Mm -hmm. 
Wow, what a beautiful Advent uh, litany celebration. And on this second Sunday in Advent, celebrating the birth and the coming of Christ Jesus, we're thankful that you came on board with us today at the Sixth Baptist Church in Richmond, Virginia, USA. We've come to worship the Lord, uh, to serve him in gladness, and to come before his presence with thanksgiving in our hearts. <laughs> Why don't you just take time out right now uh, to invite someone to join in this virtual worship service as we celebrate the first of two pre-98th anniversary church services as we give God the glory. Our church started in 1923. Today we have with us the Reverend Gina Whitaker Cannon, assistant pastor of the Graylin Baptist Church in Richmond, Virginia. We pray that you will just get ready for the spoken word and for the service in its entirety. We'll have another pre-98th anniversary service on next Sunday as well. We'll tell you more about that later. But right now, we are thankful for your presence today. Take time right now to just like and share, like and share right now, which means that you're inviting someone to Christ to someone to the service in the name of Christ and that God is going to bless them through you. And so we are thankful, SBC. We know that uh, you are inviting people and that you are with, with us in the worship celebration. Praise be to God. Oh, give God the glory, the thanks for 98 years. We bless the name of the Lord today for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. Father, we thank you for this beautiful day. We thank you, God, for just allowing us to be in the number one more time. As we give you the glory, Lord God, for this anniversary celebration, we pray, O oh God, that as we look forward to the third Sunday, when the actual anniversary will occur, that you will bless the anointing, Lord God, of this worship, bless the preacher, and bless all, Lord God, who participate. For we pray this prayer in Jesus' name. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Oh, glory to his name. Lead, oh, glory to lead us not into temptation. I can barely say it. Lead us not into temptation. Deliver us, Lord, from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and forever. Let the church say amen. Yes, 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 yes. I'm so excited. I'm excited because when I think about the Lord's coming, how much the Lord has loved us and how he sent his only begotten son, what can we do but say glory to God, our Father. Let us listen to the musical presentations and let's get ready for the spoken word today. God bless everyone. In
Six Baptist, grace and peace be unto you. Thankful for the opportunity to stand before you today. And I'd like to take this opportunity to honor and to thank your pastor, the Reverend Dr. Yvonne Bibbs, for um, having me and for sharing her pulpit with me this morning. I'm thankful to share with you on your pre 98th church anniversary service. And I pray that something is said that will help you not just today. For, for the rest of your life. The scripture today comes from 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 5, verse 7. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. And it reads, For we walk by faith and not by sight. And that's the New King James Version. And then I like what the Message Version has to say. It says, That's why we live with such good cheer. You won't see us drooping our heads or dragging our feet. Cramped conditions here don't get us down. They only remind us of the spacious living conditions ahead. It's what we trust in, but don't yet see that keeps us going. Do you suppose a few ruts in the road or rocks in the path are going to stop us? When the time comes, we'll be plenty ready to exchange exile for homecoming. Amen. This is the word of the Lord. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer, in Jesus' name, amen. Using for a subject this morning, we've come this far by faith. One of my favorite gospel songs that I learned as a child is We've Come This Far By Faith. This song meant a lot to me when I was a child as I was constantly surrounded by people who were forced to walk in faith. I did not understand at the time what faith was, but I witnessed people around me discussing how they did not know how something would work out. And later, they gave God thanks for the situation being resolved. These situations included food being provided, bills being paid, etc. Although they did not know how their needs would be met, they knew that they would be. This was my introduction to faith. Even though I did not know that it was what I was witnessing at the time. As I grew older and began to read and understand the Bible, I became aware of what the older people were talking about. I understood why they believed their situations would work out even though they were clueless as to how it would happen. I began to pray that way, telling God that I knew he would work something out even if I could not see it. We are in a pandemic, my friends. Our lives have been shaken, stirred, literally turned upside down. And no one could have told us that we would have been, or would have, would have had to exercise our faith for this long. Illnesses, unexpected deaths, job loss, churches closed, hybrid worship, businesses closed or reduced hours, exercising our faith due to the lack of necessities on the shelves in the stores. Can't find toilet paper, can't find paper towels, can't find Lysol or Clorox, masks, face shields, vaccines, boosters. Should we take it? Should we not? Which one should we have? How will they affect us? Our decisions have been based on how we are guided by our faith. This morning, I, I'm here before you just to tell you something that you already know, 
we've come this far by faith. Now walk with me for a few moments while we examine a very familiar hymn. We all know it, and not only has it served as our foundation, it serves as the foundation for this message. As we examine each line, I want us to think about this song as if we are the authors and we are speaking from our own personal experiences. So the first line is, we've come this far by faith. Now, the first line of this song has two key words. They are this and far. I know that faith is important, but think of what these two words say. They say this far, which represents the past and the present. This Far denotes a measurement of time or achievement, and it only states that something has been accomplished but has not been completed. This far indicates a beginning and a present state. You see, if I'm standing here and I want to get to the back of the church, I take five steps. I would have gone this far. I will not be at the back yet, but I'm further along from where I started. This line is a declaration of a fact, not a hope for something to be done, but a statement of what has been done. This is a statement saying that we have achieved something and it was achieved by faith. It does not say that the work is completed, but acknowledges that where we are right now is due to faith. Second Corinthians 5 and 7 says, for we walk by faith, not by sight. If I walked by what I could see, then the decisions I make would be based on my own understanding of what I was seeing. That is not walking by faith, my friends. Walking in and by faith means that I'm choosing to walk towards something that has not yet been seen. Amen, somebody. And something that has not yet been realized or available. I cannot see it being manifested yet, but I know it's coming. By faith, we have come this far and by faith, we shall continue on. The first sentence says how far we've come this far and by what means we did it. Faith. The next few sentences begin to fill in the gap of how we did it. The next line of the song says, leaning on the Lord. What does it mean to lean on someone? To lean on someone means you're choosing to allow them to support you, to help you carry your load. You're dependent on this person to help you accomplish whatever it is you're working on. This line in the song makes it plain that we come this far by faith leaning on the Lord. I was not leaning on my own understanding, but the Lord. Proverbs 3 and 5 tells us, and do not lean on your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. We could not and did not lean on our own understanding, but the Lord. You see, I can go to school and learn some things. I can learn math and understand basic one plus one equals two. I can learn this in school and use my own understanding of this equation to work out some of my money problems. But what this song is talking about in this line is leaning on the Lord. It's when we see a problem that says one plus God equals enough. Amen, somebody. When we add God to any of our equations, he changes the formulation in such a way that our understanding cannot comprehend what the answer will be. But we're leaning on God. One plus God will always equal enough. I do not care what you're facing. Bring God into any equation. The song Leaning on the Everlasting Arms says, What a fellowship. What a joy divine leaning on the everlasting arms. What a blessedness. What a peace is mine leaning on the everlasting arms. Leaning 
leaning, safe and secure from all alarm, leaning, leaning, leaning on the everlasting arms. Depending on how you sing the song, the person hearing it never hears that it's Christ's arms we're leaning on. But for the one singing it, you know whose arms are being referenced. Now, don't you mess around and lean wrong. Now, you know, when you lean hard on something, so it's going to catch you. Can you imagine if you get ready to put your shoe on and you lean so you can put your finger down in that shoe and pull that shoe up? You don't just lean in midair, but you get you a steady place and you lean on it. Because if you don't, you're going on the floor. What I'm saying is make sure that your foundation is stable. Quit leaning on your own understanding and begin leaning on the Lord. The third line says, trusting in his holy word. The song says that while we were leaning on the Lord, we were trusting in his word. And think about this in your mind. You're walking down the street with a close friend who's supporting you. And as you lean on their shoulders, they tell you everything is going to be okay. They tell you what actions they're going to take on your behalf. And because you trust your friend, you believe what they have told you. This trust is defined as the firm belief in the honesty and reliability of another person. Confident expectation, hope. If you trust someone, you have a firm belief in their honesty and you're confident in your expectations of them. Think about what this means with our walk with the Lord. The song says we're trusting in his holy word. Do you understand that everything God speaks to us is holy? When he speaks to our spirits, that's a holy word being given to us because of the source. It's not just the written spoken word. It also includes the specific word. He speaks to you directly through your spirit. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean to your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all ways and he'll make your path straight. The writer states that we should trust in the Lord with all our hearts. He left no room for discussion, doubt or debate. All means all. It means with everything, with all of your heart. My brothers and sisters, our trust should be so strong in the Lord that even when our own understanding disagrees with what God is telling us, we will defer to God. My daddy used to sing a song, I will trust in the Lord. I will trust in the Lord. I will trust in the Lord until I die. When we sing this song, we are making a profession through praise that we will trust in the Lord until the day that we die. In the song, we've come this far by faith. It says we've come this far by faith, leaning on the Lord, trusting in his holy word. And then comes another declaration. He never failed me yet. Now listen, this declaration declares that God has never failed me. The writer made it personal before it was a community song. We've come this far by faith, but in this line, it changes from we to me. Now, let me give you this disclaimer right now. I personally don't like that the song says he never failed me yet. Yet indicates to me that he might. Yet indicates that he could. Yet indicates there's a possibility that he might fail. I'm going to stop at me because I can't speak for you, but I can speak for me. I cannot tell you that God has never failed you, but I can surely say he's never 
failed me. And I cannot tell your story, but I can expound on the story of me in great lengths. I cannot speak about what God has done for you in your faith walk, but I can tell you what he's done for me. I can tell you about what he told me about my conduct. I can tell you how he chastised me when I was wrong. I can tell you all of these things about me because it's my story to tell. This line professes that professes that God has never failed me. So when you're singing the song and you get to this line, it becomes very personable. There are individuals out there who do not understand that God has never failed them because something bad happened to them. They falsely believe that God failed them because they might not have received everything they asked God for. They mistakenly think that God failed them. This sentence changes the song from community aspect to the very personal. There's no way to sing the words of the song without reflecting on something God has done for us. In Deuteronomy chapter 31, when Moses was 120 years old, he gathered all of the children of Israel together to give them his last counsel. He shared with them that he would not be allowed to take them into the promised land, but that God would cross over and lead them into his promise. He told them that God would continue to do for them what he had already done previously for them. In other words, he was telling them to walk with the one who has proven himself over and over and over and over to them. In the sixth verse, he makes the following statement, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or tremble at them for the Lord, your God is the one who goes with you. He will not fail you nor forsake you. To fail means to not accomplish something that was meant to be done. To forsake means to turn your back or give up on. He told them to be strong and of good courage because God will never fail nor forsake them. He will do exactly what he said he will do and he would never turn his back on them if they walked with him. They were not to worry about what they would face as they crossed over because God was with them. Moses wanted them to walk in confidence that even though he would not be with them, God was going to fulfill his promises to them and bring them into the promised land in a mighty way. This sentence says, God has never failed me yet. Well, the more I thought about it, the use of the word yet is not in anticipation that he's going to, <laughs> but rather a proof statement verifying what he's already done. Y'all don't know when to shout. What's expected that he will continue to do. I know y'all missing it. You see, he has never failed me yet, nor do I ever expect him to fail me. It has not happened and it will not happen. End of story. Now we come to the exciting line of the song. Oh, 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 can't turn around. We've come this far by faith. This is one of my favorites because it says, oh, seven times. Y'all go ahead and count them. We've come this far by faith. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, 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 that's seven. That word, oh, is a word that is used for added emphasis. If you, if you, if, if you ask me to describe a piece of cake that I was eating, and I said, oh, it's good. You may walk away thinking mm, that cake must really be good, but you may not have an immediate desire to try a piece. However, if I told you, oh, 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 this cake is so good. I would not get to the third oh before you be asking for a piece. 
I know I'm helping somebody. It's all about the O and how you say it. And in this sentence, being seven O's, I believe they're meant to add emphasis on the fact that we can't turn around. Oh, we cannot quit or stop moving forward. Oh, when the road gets rough, we'll keep on fighting. Oh, when times are hard and we have bills to pay, we will keep fighting on. Oh, when all your friends and family have left you and you're standing alone, you'll find God right there beside you. When you're thinking about your situation and what you're planning to do about it, add in that oh and make a difference. Oh, I will be praying this week. Oh, I know God has a plan and he will work it out. It's all about the oh. The seven O's push the importance of not giving up. James said, blessed is a man that perseveres under trial for once he's been approved, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. There is a reason that we cannot give up and turn around, my friends. When Jesus witnessed the withdrawal of some of his followers, he asked his 12, will they leave him too? And Peter responded by saying, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life and there's nowhere for us to go but forward. We can't turn around. I'm reminded of a story my daddy used to tell about an old dog and an old well. And it seemed that the dog fell into an old farmer's well. And after considering the situation, the farmer decided that neither the dog nor the well were worth saving. Well, the farmer decided to throw shovels of dirt to cover the dog in the well. So blow after blow, the dog would jump up, screaming and barking and shake the dirt off its back. And the farmer kept throwing dirt, trying to cover up the dog. And the dog kept jumping up and shaking it off. Every time the farmer threw more dirt on the old dog in the old well, he would jump up and shake it off. And finally, the dog battered and torn, exhausted stepped triumphantly over the well. <laughs> what he thought would bury him actually benefited him because of the way he handled his adversity. It strengthened him to continue to step in faith. The last sentence in the chorus repeats what was said at the beginning. We've come this far by faith. Again, this is a final statement. A declaration of truth, although we have not completed the course, we have not arrived at the finish line, we have not fought all the battles, what we have done, where we have gotten to as of this day was accomplished through faith. So as we get ready to close, as I close out, I want to ask you a question. Where do we go from here? Six, six Baptists, you have been in existence for 98 years. You couldn't have done it without faith. But let's not stop there. You couldn't have done it without faith, hope, and love. These three go together. Well, somebody may be wondering, how is that? Well, faith, hope, and love. Faith proves, hope improves, but love approves. Faith acclaims, hope remains, while love proclaims. Faith glorifies, hope magnifies, but love satisfies. Faith hails, hope inhales, while love exhales. Faith informs, hope reforms, love transforms. Faith endures, hope assures, but love secures. Faith opens the door, 
hope enters the door, but love abides at the door. Faith steps out, hope steps on, but love steps in. Faith shows the way, hope knows the way, love is the way. Faith hung him high, hope stretched him wide, love hung his head and died. Faith woke up, hope stood up, while love got up. Faith saved me, hope gave me, love lifted me. See, I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore, very deeply stained within, sinking to rise no more. But the master of the sea heard my despairing cry, and from the waters he lifted me, now safe am I. You see, my friends, through faith, hope, and love, we are sustained. Our faith, our hope, and our love is why we've come this far. By faith. God bless you. Thank you for worshiping with us today. If you desire to learn more about becoming a disciple of Christ, visit our website at sixbaptistchurch.org and click on the front page, Become a Disciple. Fill out the form, hit submit, and we'll get back with you soon. Have a great week. God bless all. I'm singing love.